Town Podcast. This is episode 139, but it could be 138. It could be. Are we doing 138? Did we decide, Tom, on the number? I, I did 138 on the episode. Okay. Tight, so we'll do that. Yep. You know what is a good mission for someone who really loves this podcast is to go back and count every single episode on Apple Podcasts and then tell us where we actually are. Yeah, tweet at me. I'll because well, I have no idea what the number is. Okay, we're gonna go with one thirty-eight. Presented by Parse Rum. I got a tweet. I don't know if you guys saw this. Someone tweeted at me that they had purchased a bottle of Parse Rum, and they were thrilled with the quality of the rum, of course, because Parse is the best, and. I tweeted back at them when I say Parse, you say, and then it got like a bunch of people that commented back rum and were very excited because there's people that love rum out there. Oh, love that. And somebody said, thanks for planting a tree. There were some great comments in there. If you got, if you, if you have a minute, great tweet, great little tweet, Jane. So a lot going on in baseball, a lot going on. Winter meetings happened. A lot of big signings, a lot of big money. Free agency's hot. Baseball's hot. Money's trades, flying trades today. around. Money's flying around. You know what is uh, really good for baseball? Money flying around. Money flying around. It's really good for baseball that the Padres are spending, like the Yankees and the Mets are spending, which is now Mets like have they, monopoly money. They're, it's yeah. fake. Mets they are gonna, go, they, they would fit perfect in the NBA. Like, yeah, you Mets, get some. Yeah, here you go. The Mets, but I, the Mets are running I think, a four hundred million dollar payroll. Does MLB is they have, do they have the biggest contracts like highest like salary across Not per year, but guaranteed total value? Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's really good for baseball. I would like to give a shout out to John Boy Media for them being in winter meetings. Nice shirt, Tom. For them being and also Dakota. I was nice going to say what about me? Pump the brand. Uh, John Boy at Winter Meetings. It was I followed along with Talking Baseball. It was really cool to hear their takes from Winter Meetings and like the fact that John Boy, in however many years, has gone from you know this little thing that was doing breakdowns and recording a podcast to now like part of the baseball media landscape is so cool. And it, like following along on Twitter, there's so many people that care about baseball free agency, and it's really really awesome to see. Twitter is freaking out. Every day, I just see a billion tweets from a billion different outlets freaking out. That, I'm actually going to hurt my thumbs from from refreshing because it's so funny what's going that, on there. To me, that just seemed like when the lockout was going on, when it was just like you'd find everything out on Twitter and you would just keep refreshing, refreshing, and it's just like, oh, they're coming to a deal, and then you would see who the next deal was. When the Sean Murphy trade happened today, it was like refresh. It's like Sean Murphy's traded refresh like who's going who's going and then William Contreras comes out he's going to the Brewers and it's like who's going holy shit did you see people who going broke? everywhere did you see who broke the three-team link yeah it was Jake I was on the phone I was on the phone with him we I talked to him for like 10 minutes on the phone today I actually texted him after he put that tweet out and was like "Ooh, you got you got some uh some trade knowledge and then he called me and we talked for about 10 minutes we actually didn't talk about the trade knowledge uh and then it all came out he's the he's the source yeah, uh, Ken Rosenthal and Passan both shout him out. Are you gonna He's big J journalism? Are you gonna pass news along to Jake if you ever have any? Yeah, if you I know? have some, get him out there. You no, know? well, you already have a guy that you. Pass yeah, but you yeah. know, 
you know, I'm not I'm not tied to anybody but Jake. So I mean, hey, gotta help him out now that he's it's out. It's kind of like the kidding? biggest bidder now, right? It's like whoever whoever throws you the most. I mean, yeah, it's, called, it's your like beak. it's like my own free agency. I think what we should do this is what this is what the episode's gonna look like. A little different today. We're gonna do we're gonna talk about the winter meetings. You're gonna talk about all these big signings, but we want we want another opinion, an opinion that we haven't had on the pod for a couple months. Maybe salty about it. Maybe he's a little salty. He hasn't been on the pod. He's been getting that wing right. We have friend of the pod, Scotty Efros, joining. But it's brought to you by Kendra Scott. Do you, Scotty, you ever get you ever Scott, get Kendra Scott? Scott's definitely heard of Kendra Scott. I have. Do you uh, have you gotten any um, Kendra Scott products for your wife? I have. I have. Oh. Um, I think she had something. I think she had a bag for our wedding. I think she got it as a gift for the girls in the wedding. Great stuff. Sick. Well, for anybody who doesn't know about Kendra Scott, which crazy if you didn't, Kendra Scott makes jewelry, both male and female. Let me reverse that. Both female and male. They have uh, they have some watches. They have some bracelets and necklaces for men. But if you're looking for a gift for your wife, for your girlfriend, maybe a daughter out there, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff around this time of year. A lot of good stuff. I think I might be going with a little bit of uh, Kendra Scott for Julia this Christmas. Not going to lie. I hope my girlfriend didn't see me on Instagram and uh, or on my safari before because I was, uh, was Googling a little Kendra Scott. You were getting in there trying to figure out what the best stuff is? I mean, that one are you a just bit. saying? Are you just saying they're non-listeners because like you're just giving away the secret now? Well, you know, in the off season, she loves she lo- she listens a lot more when she's traveling during the season. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. This is a test. I was deep in the Kendra Scott website, deep, just trying to find everything that's on there. But for the listeners, if you're looking for a little Christmas gift, looking for something, KendraScott.com. All the best jewelry. Got earrings. Got necklaces. Got all kinds of stuff. Rings. Whatever you're looking for. Perfect gift. For your significant other and or mom, daughter, whoever. And it's perfect. It's perfect for guys because, you know, we struggle. We struggle getting gifts for people. You never know what to get people. It's a perfect website for it. You go on there, they make it easy. You know what it is, guys? What? It's a home run. It is. Uh, (laughs) That's that's true, Scott. Kendra Scott is a home run. Let's get to the the Scotty (laughs) Infra. Wow, we are so happy you came on. That's as bad as it gets. Um, Scott. Yo. Let's start with uh, <laughs> something pretty important for you. Buddy. Buddy. Judgy. AJ. Yep. What is it? What are you calling him these days? Captain. Rumored. Yes. Reportedly. Yes. Did you change Judgy. his name in your phone to Captain? Captain Judgy. <laughs> I should. I hope. I hope he sent a gif in your group with that one scene from uh, for how movie it is, and he's like, "I'm the captain now. That's me. I am the captain." Question: That guy's what? phone. That guy's phone must have been blowing up. So, could you imagine? Did you? because well, the night before it was reported he was going to the Giants for about ten minutes, and everyone yeah. was freaking everyone was out. Scott was nervous. Scott, Scott we're gonna have to get you. Sweating. We're gonna have to get to the bottom of that. Like nervous. You happened? were very nervous. I was nervous, just you know, it was said online that he was going, so you know, it's like a rely John Heyman is like he doesn't usually just throw stuff out there, so it was like, oh, 
He's gone. Uh, yes, Scott? Toes. Winter meeting. Scott. Scott. Flying around. Yes. Did you did you text him? I did. Did you get a response that night? I did. I got a response in like five minutes. Let's go. Guy is just. Oh I mean, God. not gonna, not gonna. You know, he's probably thinking. Not though. gonna brag. He's probably <laughs> so why why is he not on you tonight? You're at the top of my priorities right now. No offense. <laughs> I think I caught him at a good time, probably. But you know, um, yeah, got a response. You know, said uh, congratulations. Obviously, an unbelievable accomplishment to one get free agency, two sign a deal for that magnitude. And yeah, obviously stoked that he's still uh, still Yankee, going to be Yankee for a long time. So very uh, very exciting news. Well, that's why he's the yeah, captain. Tom Tom is wearing the Yankees hat. And he wants <clears throat> everyone to see. That's why he's the captain. Yankee he Tom. responds that quick to a, a middle reliever. No exactly. no no man too little for him, you know. <laughs> middle reliever on even, the even IL. a broken a broken middle reliever a middle reliever on the shelf. Uh, let me just say, as as the number one Scott Efros fan uh, in the office, not a middle reliever, just not true. That's true. My last my last outing uh, was a save. So fuck off, Oops. Dakota. I, I take it back. <laughs> wow, I take, I take it back. Uh, Scott, can yes. you imagine the gift that Judge is going to get for you guys to start the year? Oh, I mean, is, is that a th- I I actually don't know. Is that a thing that like I don't know? It's something signed? that Jay always did because he's awesome. But yeah. I gotta think judges. There's a lot of dough there. Maybe he'll get so, you guys all something nice. Yeah, for you know, it's crazy. Like Jay Hay has a huge contract. Judges what more than double? It's double. That's. <laughs> um, oh. Well, Jay Hay got us some nice things this year at the beginning of the year. Is that just something he would do every year, Ian? He he did it for like three years in a row. One year it was iPads, and one year it was uh, Apple over the ear noise canceling headphones. They're yeah. wonderful, and then. Uh, goggles was there something else this year too goggles and he got a he got he got everyone a shoulder hyper ice yeah and then the hyper a knee a knee hyper ice or a leg hyper ice which was very very cool yeah he i mean he's just the most generous guy in the world but yeah maybe maybe absolutely Maybe Riz will tell Judge. Maybe maybe you'll tell Judge. It's like, hey, we'll say, hey, man, let's get to get one, get the fellas something. Hey, why doesn't Riz get the fellas something, huh? Yeah, he's had a deal well, too. He's not skirt out of that one. Well, hey, Judge, hey, Judge could get you guys all a car, and nothing would happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, with one paycheck, he could probably buy you each a car. Yeah, You're like you know, Aaron, you could spend the money. It's it's fine. You got more coming. It's good. Yeah. Okay. But uh, uh, very very exciting news. I was uh, we were all very excited. Um, when uh it was announced i, st- I don't still don't think he signed the contract but you know oh. you know when it was announced but are you saying uh, are you saying there's stuff wrong with the medical because he no. hasn't signed yet is that what you're I'm saying, saying i haven't seen the yankees tweet it so uh, it is it is amazing how guys will sign deals or the deals will be announced and like the cubs still haven't yeah tyon and bellinger still haven't been it's not it. official not official but i mean very exciting news I mean, hey. you can't, you change this late and you're, you're dead. Like they, well, it's not the, that the Yankees, just, I'm saying, but if he somehow changed the Yankees fans, well, I remember I, think would actually I just like, well, I was watching field. all the coverage. I was watching all the coverage on it on like MLB network and everyone had to say like reportedly, reportedly, <laughs> reportedly, because yeah. like it was reportedly, but which I thought was interesting for sure. Oh, we got two hands. Who's going to answer who? <laughs> I have Zach's hand was up first. Zach's hand was up first. Do you Saw keep it? the do you keep the pen that you sign your contract with? I would bring, bring your own, my pen. own pen. You probably bring your own pen. I would bring my own pen. And then never use it again, right? Put in a nice little case. 
Why, like, I think that would be awesome to frame, like, in your office or something. Or not frame, or just have it, like, there and never touch it again. Yeah. yeah. You could do that. <laughs> can you I mean, imagine when, how much when, Kendra when are you signing Scott... another $400 million contract? Can you imagine how much Kendra Scott jewelry Judge can buy? Hey, can we talk about J-Mo? Uh, Jameson Tyon, former teammate of you, Scotty Efros. Big Cubby signing. Four years, 60, 70, 68, 72. Four years, 64. I want to say 64. 64, 68. It was like 17 years, something like that. Whatever. Uh, big coffee guy. 68. Huge. Right Makes pour over in the clubhouse. What else you got? I've heard, I've heard he's an awesome dude. He actually texted me uh, before it was official. So I had the scoop there. Uh, and, he didn't sell that one. And uh, it was really cool because we have talked coffee before and we have uh we've texted back and forth a little bit so it was about union stuff because he's a he was your pa rep correct yes um, seems like the nicest guy in the world what do you got on jmo he is he's awesome he was uh especially great to me when i got traded over we uh we hung out a couple times like right away kind of really made me feel super comfortable um like like you said makes a great cup of coffee we kind of bonded over that um he has a nice little pour over set up in the, uh, in our clubbies, uh, office. Um, and, uh, yeah, just an awesome dude, really like underrated kind of, you know, obviously put together a great year this year, but, um, I feel like he kind of got, you know, a little underrated this year, but he had a great season and, and, and really, you know, proved himself as a solid, as a solid starter. And I love that signing for you guys, obviously sad to see him go. Um, he's a, you know, I think, I think the word that comes to mind when I think about him is competitor. And, you know, every time he goes out there, I feel like he's just like super, super invested, obviously in every single pitch and, you know, we're going to get out of him um, each time he goes out there. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun being his teammate, a lot of fun watching him compete um, second half of the year. And, you know, love that. Love the signing for you guys, Ian. Riz, uh, I asked Riz about it right away. And Riz was like, you're going to love him. Like you're just yeah. going to love him. He's, he's yeah. Great clubhouse guy. Just really like, you know, takes care of business, um, keeps things light, like just perfect, perfect presence for uh, for a team like that. What did Tom think of uh, JMO? Big fan. I, Jimmy actually came up to me and said, "Does Ian know he's going to be best friend with Tyone yet?" And I said, "I think they talked, but I, I don't know if he knows like that they're going to be best friends." And because he had reached out, he had been on talking Yanks, and actually, the, his first start ever was one of the first thing, one of the first uh, Yankee games I ever watched with Jimmy and Jake. They did a shot of Jamison every time he had a strikeout. We had eight strikeouts, so it was uh, getting pretty wild. That's a fantastic night. You guys will have to talk about something, uh, Ian. You uh, took him kind of way back this year. I did get him. You I did get him. <laughs> you clubbed him a little bit. He he actually, actually, uh, well, just... did you face him? Did you face him at Pitt? I guess was he there? He would have been obviously would have been there in Pittsburgh for two years when you were. Yeah, yeah. I think I faced. I I want to say I faced him in seventeen, seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen, maybe. But I can't remember which years he was, because he was hurt a little bit in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I definitely two Tommy, I, two Tommy Johns. Yeah, I definitely two faced Tommy, him yeah. early in my of, career at some point. He had two? He's, yeah, he's yeah. had a lot of. I Holy mean, smoke. He's, he's had a lot of a lot of battles. Um, he's this was the first. This was the first year he actually got to really throw a full season. Right. And be healthy, and it was, and that's you know the kind of yeah. year he put together. Um, yeah, 
he sent me it was pretty cool this this has happened a couple times in my career but this was like this really stood out we we had some nice battles and i, I had a really good game um and he sent me a text after that was like hey man really really fun to compete against you like way to swing it keep going and i was like that's fucking awesome like go out there and you compete and then like for the your competitor to be like give you something like that it was uh it was a really cool really cool like moment in my that's very cool did you have kind of established which is cool you have 15 career plate appearances against him by the way zach i think you're gonna ask the same question i was gonna ask did you know him before right no not really i mean just from playing against like i said playing against him in pittsburgh and then we had we had chatted a little bit about pa stuff i'm sure we had been on a bunch of calls together in 20 and 21 oh right Makes um sense. but we but i don't know that we'd specifically you know we'd talk to each other and texted back and forth about coffee and we had texted back and forth about pa stuff a little bit but not like not crazy and uh it was pretty cool for him to reach out like that yeah scotty speaking of uh tommy john how is the uh rehab going it's going. Um, today was a good day. I got to like full, like, um, like range of motion for the first time, which was great. Hey, uh, like eight, eight and a half weeks out right now. So uh, oh. I'm really happy with that. Um, but yeah, it's going great. Rehab's going well. Um, I'm here in Pittsburgh, um, doing it a couple places here and actually going to new york to see the trainers this week so i've kind of been going a little bit back and forth but it's been good i'm happy uh happy with where we're at obviously long long road to go still but um you know i feel i feel healthy for the timeline i'm at right now people are saying you'll be ready for the playoffs next year i'm not saying who's, it but people, people? are you? saying i don't you? know who said it that's just from my sources who are your sources <laughs> it might be you you might be ready by then i'm my just dog? saying i'm not saying you're in there but if, if, if called upon, SC59 will be ready to go. Well, let's put it on talking Yanks. He's ready yeah. to go. Scott, so have, when you're getting to full range of motion, are they doing the thing where they put the weighted, you know, the handcuff, that cuff weight on your arm and letting it hang? So that, as, as I've learned, there have been many, like, rehab styles over the course of the Tommy John history, um, like, I think that was kind of like an original like method that they were doing with guys. Um, but I haven't, I haven't done that one. We've, we've been doing similar things where we kind of just like working out the scar tissue and everything. Um, you know, obviously like stretching the elbow, but I remember, I remember thinking like, Oh, I'm probably just going to be sitting with like a, a cuff weight on my hand for hours at a time. Like I haven't done that yet, but. So what's your, what's your, are they, are they just manually stretching you to get there? How did you get manually stretching a lot of, a lot of, um, like soft tissue stuff around the scar to open up the rest of the, the rest of the forearm. What's been the most painful thing? Probably stretching into honestly today at PT, we're working on like the, the wrist part and like just getting that scar tissue broken up. That's like it's not forgotten about, but like, obviously the oh. big thing is like the elbow, but the, the wrist part scar tissue still has to break up too. And like getting in there, like, cause it's so small and there's so many small like bones on top of it, like that, it, like you hit the wrong spot in there, like, Ooh, it, it, it digs at you, but Ooh. it's all, it's all like roughly the same. Like some of it hurts when you kind of push it, but you kind of just have to get through it. And then you come back the next week. 
and you do the same thing. It's like, Oh, this feels better now. So I did some of that stuff to get to full extension, like some hanging and like some hanging yeah. off the table. And it was so like what I would, it didn't hurt when you would sit there, but then you would, when you would first like move it out. Yeah. Holy shit. A lot of shoulder work too. Uh, I would say it's honestly like when I go to, to my rehab facility, it's like 50% elbow work, 50% shoulder work at this point, just making sure that the shoulder doesn't fall behind the, the, the elbow movement. Um, so when strength you, start, that's, you know, yeah. And like now is like obviously a, a perfect time to kind of stay on top of that because you have the opportunity to build, you know, shoulder strength during this time. So, but it's going well, here's the scar. It's a beauty. You need to get a tattoo of the smiley face. You're going to no. get the seams tattoo. No, I'm not going to get the seams. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't know if I'm going to do anything, but you know, it's, get the, it's a get nice the flames, get fire flames coming out of it. Cause you throw so <laughs> hard. Cause I throw 92. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it gets by guys. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Scott, you know what could really help with your recovery? What could help with my recovery? Cause this might be a natural uh, advertisement. Is that an athletic greens bottle for athletic greens? Athlete, I got athletic greens right here for the, for the viewer. I'm drinking my athletic greens at night. Could really you help night? you at night. At night, I'm doing it at night. Psycho. That's weird. Yeah, psycho <laughs> move. You're welcome. 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics could really help our friend Scott's recovery. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while tasting great. Cost you less than three dollars a day, and you're investing in your health. Scott, invest in your health, man. We should have started with the ad because I would have said, and this is the honest truth uh, that I start every single day with a um, bottle of athletic greens. So no wonder my rehab's going well. If I wasn't taking athletic greens, like, I don't know if I can move my arm right now. So you're saying that athletic greens is going to get you back for the playoffs. Athletic greens. That's what we're hearing. That's what we're hearing. (laughs) Athleticgreens.com slash compound free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase athleticgreens.com slash compound. I can't wait until you make the playoff roster when you come back and athletic greens throws the compound a zillion dollars because it's what just do I proves get? that. No, no, they're going to throw it at you, Scott. We're what not, no, we're yeah, not no. great. Oh, yeah. We're not great. No, Scott, you're on, uh, you're on our platform, Scott. Yeah. You'll get, you'll get an attaboy. I yeah, we'll give you like <laughs> a th- say, thanks, man. A go slap get on the ass and an attaboy, like go get them. Yeah. yeah, go get them in Houston. We'll send you a package of uh, athletic greens. Perfect. How about that? Call it maybe, maybe two. You know what? That'd be worth it. That'd be worth it. Scott, Yo. Uh, do you wish that you played shortstop with the deals that are being handed out right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice. I saw, oh, I saw the Giants are talking to Correa now, right? Like they're heavy favorites. Is that right? I don't know. I kind of refreshed Twitter when you guys were talking about uh, the moves to make sure I didn't miss anything. A lot of moves today, I, too. Yeah, the Sean Murphy trade today. Uh, obviously, the Mets have been super active. The Giants have kind of been. Uh, Giants got a couple pieces, but they've been they've been this, them and the Padres have lost out quite a bit, except for them. The Padres went and got Bogart. So yeah, but I feel like the Padres and Giants have been the teams that are like, oh, like they're talking to this guy, like they're talking to Judge, they're talking to this guy, that guy, and it's like. Ah, but they signed elsewhere. They're in on everybody. Yeah, which you like to see, though, because, I mean, at least at the end of the day, they're driving up the price for the teams those guys are signing for. Well, the big rumor right now is that the Yanks, the Yanks got something big in the works. Apparently, they're going after Rodone. 
Rodon. 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 I, I struggle with. I'm still Rendon. not positive if it's Rodon or Rodon. I think it's Rodon. I think it's, I think Rodon. it's Rodon, but I don't know. Rendon, Rodon. Uh, they're they're working on uh, Rodon and also maybe something else big. I don't know. I've it's heard. I've I've heard my middle infield type of deal. Maybe. Scott, any, any insight? Is Hal called you and discussed his moves with you? Um, no, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Did he least. call you? Did he call you and go, "Hey, uh, Scott, yeah, um, it- do you mind? Would you mind calling Judgey and just getting this deal done for us? Because uh, we'd love to have him back." And then you called Judge, and you were like, "Hey, man, no, there's a lot you. of money out there." If but, I had uh, to be involved in that, I I don't know. Like that must have been like a chaotic scene. Didn't they? Didn't they say Hal was yeah. in uh, Italy? Yeah, I saw that. Imagine that having a nice dinner, and you're just like, "Oh fuck, the Giants are really gonna sign this dude. I gotta leave." And he goes, "All right, give me the phone." Hey, Aaron. All right, here's four hundred mil. You're Yankee, <laughs> and here's the captain. Well, he he probably gave him that, and then he and then he like the bottle of wine was coming to the table, and he was like, nah, yeah. we, "We can't afford it. Give me the cheap yeah, one." Yeah, 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 you have the you have the kids menu here. Yeah. <laughs> What trade do you want to guys want to talk? You want to talk about the trades? You want to talk about some of these shortstops? Eleven years for these shortstops. I couldn't believe what is Bogart Zach? You said he's thirty, right? Thirty. I couldn't believe he got eleven. Well, Good I don't him. know if you saw. I That's don't know if you awesome. saw this. So he gets eleven, and Turner gets eleven. The AVs on that average annual values twenty-seven for Turner, twenty-five for Bogarts, roughly. Which is for those teams especially the Phillies. Well, I guess both those teams, but the Phillies who have all these, they have five, five guys, six guys with huge contracts. Having that AAV be lower lets them go spend on another pitcher, reliever, kind of fill out the roster and not run up over the luxury tax like the Mets are doing. Now, the Gi- the Giants or the Padres had offered Judge like something like 14 for four hunch. What? And... MLB basically vetoed it or would have vetoed it to be like, that's you're not going to pay him until he's like 45. Like this is pure manipulation. You can't like uh, the NBA what was that the Chris Paul trade Dakota? The yeah. Where they, they're like, yeah. nah, this yeah. isn't fair. You they're can't like, do that. No, Dang. no, you you'd win. And we no, Nope. Sorry. But it's, in, it's really interesting. Uh, just like club behavior, because in the, in the past free agencies in the last few years, it was short, term high AAV and that's what everybody was doing Bauer deal Stroman you know short high AAV and now you're seeing teams really stretch that thing out and go for the big number to get it to a bunch of years and lower the AAV and they might have to eat some of the end of the contract but I think teams are willing to do that and doesn't that open up them like if you go lower on the AAV but you do more years it's still a ton of money for the player and you have more flexibility on your cap to get more guys and help the team, I feel like, along the yeah, way. I think the the only downside would be if you were in the year 2032 and you had still had $25 million a year on the books for that payroll and the guy was basically retired. Like, Yeah, but I feel like you're banking on like the Padres' mindset is like, well, if we win three championships in the next 10 years, I think we're okay still paying Xander – 25 million when he's 41 and i think the idea would be that in 10 years you know the the 
luxury tax is higher. $25 million is a more reasonable number than it is today. Um, yeah. And that you're not eating as much of a contract as it looks like you would be today. Scott? Do you think, well, you said like the shorter, shorter term, higher AAVs, especially like last year, like coming out of the lockout, because I feel like teams didn't know, like it was kind of like a mad dash, like right when everything broke, like before everything broke and then, or before everything stopped. And then right after we got started again this year, I feel like with like a full year salary or like full years, like, like dollars on their books and everything, like they can kind of plan out a little bit better knowing the rules for five years. It seems like teams are more comfortable saying like, okay, we can give years and dollars, especially for position players. Cause the pitching markets, like, I mean, Ver- what was Verlander's year? Two, two years, obviously. Yeah. Like two, two, like two was the investing option, but he's also something. 39 years old. Yeah. He's got, to, yeah. And like DeGrom's, I mean, DeGrom's is what? Five. 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 Yeah. So like, it seems like the, the pitchers markets are like way high AAVs with like three, four, five years in that range. Especially the with the older picks, ones or like mid, low to mid thirties, you know? Yeah. I'm interested to see what Rodon does get because he's kind of in that middle. Like he's not, he's, he's still definitely 29 established. 30, right? Cause he, what, what was his deal with the giants? Cause didn't he sign like a two year or a one year opt, like two year opt out? Send a, yeah. He signed a two year with an opt out. It was kind of like Correa's deal. Correct. Right. So it's just a, yeah. It's kind of like Rizzo's deal. It's kind of like Rizzo's deal. Yeah. He's 30. Rodon is 30. Yeah. So, I mean, he could, he could be a guy that like, he could be pushing six, seven years. Yeah. That'd be, I, I can't remember a lot. Like, has there been a pitcher with a 10 year? That's so like hard. Your team, your so hard to do. Impossible. It's like huge. Your teammate Garrett's got what? Eight, 10, but that's like, a, I feel yeah, like that's Garrett's only, got a long one. Those Lester are had a long happen. one, right? Those are only going to happen to starting pitchers that are like six. I'm trying to think of another, like a young stud starting pitcher. Yeah. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of somebody. Well, yeah, like, I mean, but so they're like pitchers, 26, 27. And I think starting Garrett pitchers don't the, get to free agency that early because they don't come up until they're. It just takes so much longer. So they're 23, 24, 22, even even if you get how, to big league at 22, you don't become free agent until you're 29. How yeah. old is um Alcantara? Is that his name? Right. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, but he signed could, an extention. He did sign an extension. Oh, I yeah, was gonna really say that's one, one that could you he might get a billion dollars. I think he would have been a free agent after this, like next year, next year, maybe probably like 27. I'll, he's, I mean, I'll he's never, 27 right now, never fault somebody for signing an extension early. No, no, but he would have been like he would have been a 28 or 29 year old free agent, he would have got but. Like oh, if somebody in, comes up, even like you're, you're really good, like the Ozzy Albies and Acuna, like yeah, obviously hindsight. But, like, think about both of those guys have ran into injuries. Like, say you wait until your free agency year, and then, like, yeah, you know, those guys will probably still get paid. But having that money up front, and it's not like it's a crazy long deal. I mean, was it well, seven years when they signed it? Six years? So five. So, for Sandy Alcantara's, I get what you're saying. Five for 56 looks like a huge bargain. But he will be a free agent again at – 31 32 because right. there's a club option at 31 so, so it's you, like you right, have, yeah he could he could get another, another five-year contract yeah, yeah so he you, does. Hope, you hope at 32 he goes out and gets that big number five yes. years he could get another seven year i mean right, exactly. that's what i'm saying like five at least but imagine like you, that whenever he signed that like hey here's 50 mil you, you want to sign like you know easy i would fucking say yes hey, you're making 10 mil a year for the next hey you're losing five your years, leverage no over there what. zach yeah you losing my leverage that's right he's so good yeah. by the way like like watching all his clips when he won this, obviously I watched him this year. He is like so much fun to watch pitch. 
Who? He could, especially especially going going deep into games too. Like it doesn't happen. And how many complete games did he have? Right, exactly. He's like a throwback. He's just like he's yeah, a, like, he's a horse. And, and he's, he's just horse. thrown thrown into Miami. You just forget. And then every day, every fifth day, MLB is tweeting, ooh, would you look at that? Can yeah. I ask a quick question? Quality start into the eighth or ninth inning. I have a question quick question after your question. If you're if you're Miami and you have him on that short deal, do you try to trade him for some team's top 25 oh. prospects and then <laughs> rebuild? I was no, going to say not. you're going to get unthinkable return because it's I mean you could be probably like, get right. two you can get two young big leaguers and their top 10 oh, prospects. 100%. It's so hard because they've been in such a weird spot where it's like they, when Jeter took over, they sold everybody and they made the playoffs in 2020. But it's like, do you really, really want to press that rebuild button or you just want to buy some pieces and maybe make some trades? And But they're in the toughest division. I mean, right? It, it's They're yeah. in such a weird spot. It's like, can you afford to get sent back another five years or so and wait for all these prospects to come up if you trade one of the best pitchers in baseball? Or... You can't, you, ask, say, you can't huh? ask your you can't ask your fans if you trade someone like Sandy Alcantara on that contract after the year that he just had, you can't ask your it's, fans to show up next year. Can't you 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 but literally showing up anyway? Show up as well, I know, but like every five <laughs> yes. days, yes. Yeah, just come on. Yeah, every fifth day, guys. Hey, come on, please sell out. They did they did get pretty unlucky because they signed Garcia and they signed Georgie Solaire and they had Jesus Aguilar. Jesus Aguilar. They did it. They, they got did spend DFA some in the middle money, of the year. Right. Those other guys got hurt. Like Garrett Cooper had well, a good year. They, spent, they, they, traded, they Jazz, signed for Jazz got hurt. Yeah, they yeah. signed they for some, uh they they, good players. They do. Stallings, uh Miguel Rojas, they had um, Joey Wendell, they traded for Brian Anderson. Signed Brian Anderson, Cooper. right? Cooper was an all-star with Cooper zero, was an all-star. I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. It's tough. Like, do you do you big leagues is tough? Baseball's hard. Do you send back five more years or do you try to build around him but can you get some big league ready players right there's only so many out there who the people are willing to trade i have a question you know what do you got so shohei otani is a unrestricted free agent next year at the age of 29 does he get half a billion dollars (laughs) you have to he has the most leverage he, he has the most get, leverage ever. I'm gonna get he paid might get like 12 a starting for pitcher. I'm gonna get paid gonna like st- a starting pitcher. I'm gonna get paid like a top twenty hitter in baseball. Just give him a legit billion dollars. He's I making think- thirty million this year, and he's grossly underpaid. Yes, <laughs> that's how good he is. I think if he goes out and has another year like he's had, someone's gonna give him ten for five hundred. I, it's gonna be. I think so too. It's gonna be un. It's gonna like break the world. How much he like the Mets are gonna say here is every dollar i've ever had can i give you another one let me give you another please, one please with the the deal that judge just signed juan soto is going to be a free agent at like 26 27 he's going to get a 14 year deal okay but what if he has another year like this year where he hits 240 or 250 i i understand hey 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 hey, hey, hey. i know he has like an 850 on P- ops i get that but he was supposed to be like judge 300, one dot. Oh, but he's, he's going to be 26. Under, he's going to get a 14-year deal for $550 million. Like a team's going to give it to him. Like you're telling me in two years, the New York Mets, Steve Cohen's not going to say, hey, man, here's a half a billion dollars. How, how, many years, how many years is he in 
San Diego. Four. This is his last two? one. This is his last one. Five. No, he's got two more. Or two. Two. More. two? I believe it says two more. I think it's this one, the next one. I think they traded. I mean, the guy's been in the league for 44 years. What the fuck? This one, it's this one and the next one. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, obviously, he was on a World Series team with the Nationals, but like, like now he's got like another really good team around him in San Diego. Like, we'll see what he does this year. Oh my god! The Nationals already offered him 440. Like, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. So it's gonna be Padres. It's gonna be the Padres. But this has he like, has he declined since that offer? It doesn't matter because if he hits 40 homer, if he hits 35 homers and hits 280 the next two years, and that's going to be a down year for him, he's the teams are going to be at least that. My, my hot take, my hot take is that if Machado walks, they're going to give because Machado's got knocked out. Machado walks, the Padres are going to give him 14 for 550 a billion, it's be uh, one billion. Do you know Juan Soto had 135 walks compared to 96 <laughs> strikeouts this year? I mean, if that's yeah, your down year, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's nuts. His, his it's down nuts. years are so productive. And he, you know, he did. He struck, He would tell you he struggled in that second half with San Diego. But he still is a productive player because I, that's what he does. He gets on base. I saw some things on Twitter with his, uh, his bat path got substantially flatter, I guess, and not as vertical. So... I guess he had a lot more ground balls and pop-ups where in Washington in the years that he was really banging and not hitting 250 and walking so much. What do you got? Do you want a really hot take on that? He lost uh, Kevin Long. Kevin Long. But which is interesting, though, because Kevin Long is notorious for the opposite from what I've listened from, to. From, him. like, what his drills look like? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. I haven't been in a room with him before. but No, me either. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but having having a hitting coach that you've trusted for a long time, and then having him go somewhere else and having to figure it out—that's uh, that's a toughie. That's that's hard because like, obviously you can still reach out to guys and say, "Hey, man, like Facetime them, just chop it up." It is not the same with after a game and like the trust that you have in somebody. I did you guys? I don't know if we talked about the Jordan Alvarez in the World Series thing when he was struggling, and I think the hitting coach Cintron for the uh, Astros brought him in and it was just like, hey, I, I see something in you. Tried it one day, didn't work, and they met again, and they were like, hey, can you just trust me? Can you please just trust me? He goes, all right, fuck it, let's do it. I trust you, whatever. And then that was the homer to basically end the World Series, and he gave him a lot of praise for that. But it's like, That's if you don't trust that person, like no matter what they're saying, it could be gold. But if yep. you're not, if you're not just – if it's not clicking, it's just not going to work. Even it on takes time to build that relationship. And when you yeah. go from being the top dog with the Nats, when you can do like you can go head head on the field every day early and take as many rounds of BP as you want and like do whatever you want, to when you go to San Diego and they're competing and you got Machado and you got some of these other guys and like you're probably not getting as much cage time as you want or whatever to kind of work through that is is a challenge. You think Alvarez put on like a Kendra Scott bracelet and then then he hit that homer? Or... Has to. I think so. Maybe put it under his tape, a little Kendra Scott power. Yeah, I do. Can we? <laughs> I love Scott. Yes. I can't Can wait talk? to see the contract Scott Efros gets him. He's a free agent. Five for a hundred million. Thanks. Fresh legs talk, going into next God year. God damn it, guys. Can Sorry. we talk about the Sean Murphy trade? Yeah. Yes. How many prospects do the A's have? Where do they get back? I didn't I actually didn't see that. I saw he was going to Atlanta, but I didn't see uh, 
Well, every trade the A's ever make is like, here's a really good big league player who's an all-star for like 75 prospects. So how many guys did they get from? They got like eight guys or something. It was like six or something. Between Milwaukee and the Braves, I think they got legitimately five or six guys. How many did they get for Oles? Four or five? Last year. A lot, yeah. (laughs) So they have just like, they could have like a whole team of former Braves prospects. Guys, the Coliseum's really empty. They're trying to come up with some ways to fill some seats. They're just going to keep trading for guys and say you're going to sit in the stands, you know? So, <laughs> something. All right. I, yeah. I, um, I, I sent this to one of my groups. How does a three-team trade work? Like, do you just call up a random GN and be like, hey, me and, me and Dakota are talking like, let me call Ian or Scott and see if they want in on this trade. Do you think they do? Do you think they send out a conference line, or do you think they just like add them in and merge the call? Yeah, they like, hey, like, hey, hey, Billy, on, I got Brian, to you in I got Cash on the other line. Yeah, haven't talked to you in a while. Hey, how's the family? How the kids? Hey, do you want uh, you want a few prospects for Sean Murphy? What do you got? Well, I feel like three team trades in baseball are kind of rare. In football, I feel like they never happen. In basketball, I feel like they happen all the time. Right, Dakota? Yeah, I feel like basketball it's much more common because because probably like basketball contracts, they got to make the contracts work to stay under the cap because the cap yeah, yeah. and it's there's less easier, there's less guys probably easier in basketball to fill spots too because there's five positions so like I need a point guard you need a point guard we're trading somebody else so like and this is the situation that happened here they were taking a catcher the Braves were getting a catcher they had to unload a catcher so they needed another team to take William Contreras Brewer step up there's more prospects floating around. Just prospects all over the place. A's, by the way, got four players last year in that deal. They got five today, so they got nine in those two trades. Wow. So the, a- the A's, the A's got the prospects, right? Yes, correct. So they're all going to come up together, and they they all do really well. When they all get to free agency, they're going to say, "Hey, we need more prospects." Who We're not the- going to get to arbitration. They're going to be like, "It's yep. too too expensive." So who did the Brewers send away then? Uh, Pena, Manny Pena. Oh. And, and a couple prospects. He was I with the Braves, too, wasn't he? Oh, I have no idea. Pena was with the Braves and the Brewers. Uh, the Brewer, I think the Brewers kind of made out like bandits in the trade. I think they did pretty I, well. I have all the people, if you want all the people. Say all the people. There's all so right, many people. people. I know. <laughs> Atlanta gets Sean Murphy. Oakland gets Kyle Muller, Estuari Ruiz, Freddie Tarnock, Robert Salinas and Manny Pena. Milwaukee gets William Contreras, uh, Justin Yeager, and Joel Payampas. Yeah, I didn't know the names. All those Piams. Piams. Yeah, sure. I yeah, didn't he's know actually the a names. big league reliever, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's been good. he's been he's been bounced around a few times. Got good stuff. But yeah, the people the Brewers gave up, I feel like I don't know how good they are, but the fact they got Contreras, I feel like, like you said, Ian, like they got away pretty good in that trade. Yeah, I mean, Contreras is young. He's controllable. He's already been an all-star. They also got a big league reliever. The Brewers tend to do great things for, with big league relievers. Yeah, and they gave up a bunch of prospects, probably some of those prospects they got in the hater trade. So they're probably just trading guys that they've just acquired hey, to get that, more big league talent. That Ruiz guy had 85 stolen bases this year. Oof. Keys. Bigger, bigger bases, though, and no step-offs. Good, good point. <laughs> Guys, what else do you want to cover that's been going on? Anything else? I have like, I have like six things. Oh, it, well, Scott, you haven't asked all your questions. Let's do a little round of Scotty's questions. Brought to you by uh, Manscaped. 
Manscaped, 20% off, free shipping with code COMPOUND at manscaped.com. It's a great gift for somebody in your life. They're talking about it's new It's new year coming up, new year, new you. You know, you want to take care of your balls. You got to do that. Use code COMPOUND. Pretty aggressive read there, Tom. Pretty aggressive. I they got the, they got the lawnmower 4.0 yes, with the light. As every uh, New Year's resolution list starts, Think better, about your balls. Better you know? care of my balls. <laughs> Tom actually has a notebook, and the first page you open, that's what he wrote up top. Manscaped, uh, 20% off <laughs> and free shipping with code COMPOUND at manscaped.com. This is Scotty's questions. Go. All right, I have a lot. We'll do quick hitters. First off, I just want to say um, Dakota and Tom's coverage of the U.S. men's national team was excellent. Um, Thank you. Very entertaining, as I referred to Dakota um, and our other friend, Mark uh, Huberman, shout out Mark, and our group every single day about the men's national team. I don't know anything about soccer, but it was entertaining. They taught us, so I thought that was you, great. You definitely, don't, you definitely don't, because you <laughs> asked us, you asked us, wait a second, why is the game at, over after 90 minutes? I thought it was 120. <laughs> and we said, Scott, no, Scott, it's 120 90. Before. I've definitely seen 120 minutes. It's soccer. when it goes to extra time. It happened in the yeah, next it's round. Like, it's like rugby. They have a bunch of different ways they play. Uh, hey, yeah. Scott, uh, yeah. If they if if Tom and Dakota would have done a separate episode that was just labeled Tom and Dakota talking about this men's national team, would you have listened? Hundred percent. That's what we that's what we should have done. All right, next question. I think it's I I've told Dakota this. He could just run his he could run like his own sports like just sports general podcast. Oh, Zach, look at that. He wants him to dump us. Well, no. What else Scott, is new? Scott uh, just said that because one day in our group text, I went from talking like men's national team it's to insane. Thunder basketball to Michigan State basketball, like. I follow. I follow every like. I'm watching. I have hockey. This on guy knows head. every like horse at like Thistledown. Like just everything <laughs> running, <laughs> just like anything with a sport in a in a television camera. This guy knows. Um, second thing, also related to other sports. Uh, Dakota Lions hot Jets. Sorry, Zach. No. Uh, Brownies hey, also control not. control your own destiny. Uh, big match this week. Big match yeah, this week. Huge Lions Jets. Week. Yes, this is a playoff game for both teams. Very large. Is Mike White going to be okay? Bro, that man was turned into a C Tough. yesterday. Tough. And he walked off. And, and then came back on. And then... He went to the Football. hospital. Yeah. Football. After. Crazy. Ian's yeah. a fan of the Browns, the Steelers, uh, the Bengals. Mostly the Bengals. Bears. Bears, too, yeah. Uh, Houston. He lives. What do you live? Closer to Houston Austin. or Dallas? You're probably a Cowboys fan. Your Bears Does Austin Bears have an XFL the first team? Pick. Uh, what do you got? Scott, what's the next question? Um, These have just been comments. They haven't been questions. You said he had six things. He didn't say six questions. I had six questions. things, technically. Oh, I'll say my actual question for the end. The Remember I texted you? I said I have two things about how the long, shit. How long are we going for, Scott? Keep going. I love time, it. Man. We got time. Where are you going to be? It's the off season, buddy. Hey, <laughs> chop. It's a chop. Uh, remember I texted you guys? I said I have two things about the shift from your shift episode that I wanted to ask because I was actually genuinely curious about. Okay. Um, can you play like a like a four-man outfield with the shift? No. Because everybody has to be on the grass. Well, I mean, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Can you, I mean, like. What about a five-man infield? In Yankees. No, you can't bring an outfielder in? No, you have to have two guys on each side of the dirt. What if I okay, put so my center fielder directly behind second base on the dirt? Like, it's right in the, on the line, so you can't say it's on one side or the other. I think it defeats the purpose of the five-man infield. What about like, um, 
like at Yankee Stadium, short porch to right, you just move Judge in soup. Like he's playing like Judgey. second base. I mean, he could do that, yeah. But that's okay. just a, that's a five man infield. I don't think that was my question. It was something along those lines. So it was like three weeks ago. The other question was um, <laughs> in the minor leagues this year. They have like the peak, the angle right for where guys had to stand. Zach, could you yeah, can you stand? I don't. I didn't. We didn't have it. No, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. That was oh, tested yeah, in. That was tested in uh, some where other was levels. That? Not a thing. So can you have? Okay, so if say it's a lefty up, and you want to shift them pull. You have your first baseman, your second baseman. Can you have your shortstop play right behind the back? Uh, yes, but not across the line. The okay, so he imaginary play, line. Okay. But there was a time where they had like the, the pizza slice angle, That was right? a thing they did in like high A or something, yeah. Okay, so you can still like play him to pull, kind Correct. of. Correct. Did but you ask ball... maybe because you thought I was in high A, Scott? But you Ooh. can't. No, have... I thought they did. <laughs> you can't have three guys on one the side, so you can't have You're the super shift. You can't have the super shift for the short subs just on the other side of second. Right. Do you think we'll see that with like first baseman playing way off the line to cover the hole now? And the pitcher has all priority to get out of first base because guys will just pull it into that hole now. Uh, maybe, but I think teams would not give up the line because there's doubles to the line. So teams will still not teams would rather have a guy hit the ball in the four hole and have a single then hook one down the line and get a double. But what if you play, what if you like overshift your outfield? Then it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see. I think it'll, it'll be, be interesting, interesting to see. Because if you have a pitcher, say you have like a guy who's just like a ground ball guy for a lefty, like he's going to like try to hit him into the ground. You really like sell out for the ground ball and like pitch to that strength. You move your right fielder over down the line to protect against the doubles, center fielder almost in like right center, and then overshift your first baseman, second baseman, and then have the shortstop up the middle. I was just thinking about scenarios like how they're gonna how teams are gonna maneuver it next year. It's gonna be hilarious when you're rehabbing next year and watching all this baseball, and you're just gonna be sitting there going, What if we move? What if we move this guy all the way over here? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like Charlie Kelly in it's always sunny in Philadelphia trying to figure out Pepe Silvia with like a legal pad of just different shifts that could work. Just going to bring it out in the dugout to hit it to Boone. Like, I think I got an idea, coach. I got it. Got it. I got it. Aaron, I stayed up all night. I got some ideas for you. Here you go. <laughs> Ian, is it like once he starts delivering the pitch, can you like shuffle over to the side or is it like you've got to stay there all the way? I think until it crosses the plate. All right. So you can't, and you can't have people like running behind. I was going to say like, get like a little jog start, like lift your leg, lift your leg, go. No, but I'm sure they'll be kind of fun to watch right away. That'll be hilarious because people will be trying to like shuffle, shuffle across the line. Well, it's like, like, realistically, I could be them being like, Hey, Aaron, play 20 steps in, in right field. Right. Be ready to throw to first base. Especially, there, especially like there because the like you have the short. It's over course. your head. It's gone anyway. But, your head, but if you gone, yeah. if you give up, if a ball that would have been like a fly ball out on the track becomes a double, it's so much more penal from a run. Well, like run what about standpoint? What about if there's no? Is there no outfield shift rules? Like you could literally bring your center fielder to shallow right, put your left fielder in center, and not even have. A That's what field. I was gonna say. That's what I was thinking. You could do that. But your outfielders. Teams are going to do that 100%. I agree. 
when Rizzo's oh, in the box and training. the opposing team is facing Rizzo at Yankee Stadium, there you're going to see some weird outfield shifts. But it's going to take it'll take an outfielder that has enough versatility to be able to field a ground ball over there. Nowadays, the, nowadays they I, all do. I think the guys, I think the guys up the middle are going to like a guy like Lindor. I think, I think he's talked about it before about athletes being up the middle. Like they're going to respect the fact that they get to play the shortstop position again. I don't think. Like some of those guys, I don't think they're going to want to cheat across the bag. Like, I think they're going to want to kind of establish themselves as like the second baseman and the shortstop and the two most athletic guys in the middle of the field will make the best plays. Yes, Tom. Really quick. If, if they, cause there's no movement allowed, but we're, as you said, people are going to try to do some sort of, some sort of movement. What happened? What's the penalty if they do break one of those rules? Automatic. Loss. I don't know. Exactly. Automatic home runs. <laughs> I think the I think the umpire. I think it's the a, umpire. It's a home run. Two points to the other team. Yep. Well, there's a. It's reviewable too. So I think. What? I, yeah. That's reviewable, but a fucking foul ball, at like 270 feet away, isn't reviewable. A freaking foul ball. Yeah. Come on. Like what? Uh, what? What are we doing? I think. Uh, I think. They umpires have just. It's like a balk. Like you just get to like reset. Like you can take the result if you want, or it resets. Got it. Thank you. A free play. Free take play. A shot oh, down. we get a free play. Take a shot downfield. <laughs> exactly. Brought to you by Kendra um, Scott. Scott, do you have any other uh, comments? Uh, yeah, I have an actual question. fan question of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, Scotty Efrost, fan question of the week, brought to you by Kendra Scott. If you need to get uh, some earrings or a necklace or some jewelry for your significant other, KendraScott.com. What do you got, Scott? Amazing. That is, you can't draw up the segues better. No, more nice. nice. Until you ruin yeah. them. Go nice. ahead. <laughs> a baby. You can't draw it up until I... <laughs> until you blatantly put it out there and completely ruin it. Go ahead, Scott. My What's question your... was, it's the holidays. Holiday season starting. Yep. Um, what is everyone's favorite holiday tradition around this time of year? Good question. That is a good question. And I want Tom to go first. Well, Scott. Uh, okay. What? Nope, go ahead, Tom. I thought he said open Tom it. first, Ian, not you. As open as no, open ended as, as open ended as possible. Well, so my parents actually just moved. So it'll be the first time we're doing Christmas not in my childhood house this year. So it'll be interesting Ooh. to see. Ooh. That's uh, wild. We're, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. We're a big open your best present on Christmas Eve family. Uh mm. so that's a fun one. The other one I would say is uh we usually after Thanksgiving dinner have a little glass of eggnog to celebrate uh, the so those oh, are the two. Yeah. <laughs> I know Dakota likes that. I know oh, I'm already I'm already two gallons deep this this season. Two gallons, Jesus! Oh, right. I, I think that's the only glass I've had so far. Oh, it makes me feel sick. so heavy. Injected into my veins. I want instead of blood, I want eggnog. You would die. It's <laughs> fine. It's a good way Just to go. Rebasing eggnog. It's a good way to Scott, go. Scott, can you give us yours? I. <clears throat> I was I was thinking about this. We do a like a small secret Santa and a white elephant um, gift exchange, but also my family's Jewish. My wife Brittany's family is not; she's Christian. So we will do like a Hanukkah celebration as well as a Christmas celebration. So I think melding you got, those two. You got like two weeks to celebrate. Yeah, you get the best of both worlds, Scott. Oh, so many gifts. Um, but. Uh, I like being able to meld those two holidays together and spend time um, with our families like that. But we do like a like a, a white elephant gift exchange, which I think is kind of fun. I think it's not super original, but it's always a good time. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Zach, Dakota? My favorite is my mom's side of the family at our Christmas party. Gets later in the night. We've already opened gifts. All the girls, all the girls, the aunts, the sisters have gone home. And then it's me, the uncles, brother-in-law, younger sister's boyfriend. Go downstairs. We got football this Saturday, which is huge. But football Browns. on TV, and we play cards for late in the night. Tell little, about little Bure, little tooth. Yes, I've taught them Bure. They love Bure. No way. Wow. Yeah, wow. We, play, we play until like three a.m. It's a long night, but it's a blast. That's awesome. Forward to it every year. Love that. That's a great. That's a great way to do it. Zach, you going? Yeah, we very similar to Tom's. My brothers and I opened each other's gifts that we got each other on Christmas Eve. Same thing. And uh, my mom actually just texted me today and she goes, I'm, I'm stuck on ideas what to do for Christmas Eve. Cause the last like five years, we've done something completely different. Like we went to the movies, got Chinese food, went to New York city, did everything. And she's like, you got to think of something new to do this year. So if you guys have any ideas, shoot them my way. Is this Fallon's first one or second? Or no, was- last year I went to her house on Christmas night. Uh, but this year she's come. We actually just talked about it. She's going to come to my house Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and then we're going to go to her house like really early in the afternoon for you Christmas. You guys are sleeping in separate bedrooms, right? Yeah, no. My uh, most recent new tradition is going to, I go to Julie's family for, for Christmas Eve and Christmas, and they do, they have this pretty cool basement with like a bar and stuff, and they basically host everybody Christmas night. Uh, they call it for friends and stuff and the families, and it's kind of a rager. Wow, it's the best. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Do you like eggnog without calling it or no? no eggnog in general, absolutely <sighs> disgusting. You're missing out, awful. man. I feel bad. Could not for be you. farther away from it. Dakota, is there is there a brand of eggnog? No free ads, but like, <laughs> or just like matter. the local? Like, it, is it like the local? Uh, like dairy farmers. I could get brand. it from a gas station. Oh, stop! In oh. this heart of Detroit, and I'm dr- I don't care. God, I'll, I'll I don't mind that. <clears throat> I don't mind eggnog. I don't like it all the time. It could like, be an open cup. It could be an open cup that was sitting on a counter at the gas station. You're like, hey, we we're giving out this eggnog. I'd be like, all right, thanks, man. And I drink that eggnog. How are you guys doing on gifts? You got all your gifts picked out? Yet? Oh, I have a few more I need. What are you going to use for that, Zach? Athletic greens. Kendrick's, Kendra Scott. God damn it. Damn Kendra it. Scott. Zach, I gave I you a layup. You the episode at all? I threw you, you the, the MLB. You, you said, or, what am I going to use for that? I thought you meant yeah, like a different type of currency. KendraScott.com. What the fuck? Clean it up. Well, uh, obviously... Uh, He's gonna get everybody. <laughs> well, I thought you wanted me to say that I'm using yen or something. No. <laughs> well, you could probably use yen on KendraScott.com. That's how versatile it is. If you just go, <laughs> you just go on there and, and move the currency. You can use all your yen. My God, that, we're off the rails. This is this is the earliest we've ever been off the rails. Can we do? Can we do screen time? Yeah. <laughs> Scott, you had no more. About? No more questions, Scott. Uh, you got uh, no, that's that's the last one. All right, good. Goodness good. gracious. I, I I don't I thought I laid that up pretty easily. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, that was I knew where that was going. I made a joke. I thought it was pretty clear what I meant. No, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody felt like that was all Zach's gonna get everyone a manscape says it says take care of your balls and take care of your balls. <laughs> right, Tom? Hell yeah, guys. Got Tom, what's your cool. screen time? Presented by Sloan. Sloan uh, screen time if you need automatic flushers and or faucets. Five hours, three minutes. You need automatic flushers after you take care of your ball. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what's your screen time? Hang on, I'm going. 
I have an oh, excuse for mine. I was looking up the closest currency. Four twelve. My for excuse, me. real quick. Four twelve. I had Same. no Wi-Fi. I had no Wi-Fi in my house, so I couldn't watch TV because it's connected through the Wi-Fi. So I had to watch Netflix on my phone. So I have two hours and six minutes of Netflix. So that doesn't count. But my time is six nineteen. But it wow. should be four thirteen. One more minute than us. Six nineteen, huh? Well, two hours of Netflix. I didn't have Wi-Fi. Zach, five hours and three minutes. Hey, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Wait, five oh three. I'm also five oh three. That's wild. Ooh, Maybe. Ooh, that's here. double double. A couple of double doubles. And then Dakota's out. Would have thought. Hey, Scott. Thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for coming back. I know it's been a while. You know, let's have it not be so long next time. We're trying hey. to mix in. We're trying to mix in some fresh blood on the pod, but. We just love yeah. having you on so much. Sometimes I you got to go the, back to old reliable, you know? I loved the uh, Justin Steele episode. I loved the Roger Steele episode, double steel. Um, yeah, we didn't we didn't point that out that it was back-to-back steals. I noticed that when oh, we were up. Nobody yeah, mentioned that. That leads the league in podcasts per steal. <laughs> okay. Thanks, All right, Scotty. That's why we gave you a break. <laughs> just to... <laughs> Uh, quick shout out to my brother avery as well he uh passed the playing portion of his performance test to become a golf pro he had to i think he had to shoot 78 twice for 36 holes in a day of course he's never played before and he went 81 on the first 18 and then fired a uh 75 on the second 18 oh my god wow nails pretty tough to pretty tough when you have a number you have to get to too to be about handling pressure. Yeah, that's, that's good sick. stuff. Zach, what? Do you still beat him though? Come on, Dakota. Come on now. This is, this is a not, when, not, he, when he, not when he becomes a golf pro. He's gonna have so much time to work on his game. But he's if he becomes smoke, a pro Zach. and he gives you lessons, Zach, can you I would love that because I need I need to find my driver. Can you handle getting lessons from your younger brother? One hundred percent. Yeah, that'll go well. That'll go yeah. well. Yeah, you would yell sure. at him so much. Yeah, I'd still beat. Beat him. Would, oh my He's god, sad. if he tried to tell you something, you would scream at him. Are we done? Do you ever think about getting a Scott bracelet? As a, congratulations. Wow, that's a that's a that's a good point. With my yen. Yeah, use your <laughs> yen. <laughs> you guys gonna start doing your golf bets in yen? Yep. This episode was brought to you by Parse Rums, episode one thirty eight of the Compound Nine, Podcast. One thirty nine, we think. Could be one thirty nine. Somebody go and do the entire uh, counting, and then and then tweet at us. Um, also, hit that like, subscribe, resubscribe because we like when you do that. We'll see you next week for episode one thirty nine or one forty.